Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. So I'm doing something a little bit different today. I decided I'd put up on my Instagram story, this is what I said, let me see. I said, quick time, send me your girly problems slash questions, I will answer them in a podcast, will of course be anonymous. So loads of you have sent in loads of your problems, queries, questions and I can't wait to answer them all so let's just jump straight in. Someone has asked how to be confident in your body. Now I personally find that It's not necessarily about how you're looking when it comes to being confident in your body, but more how you like, how you're feeling health wise and kind of like mentally as well, if that makes sense. Because my weight would stay pretty much like the same. I don't really fluctuate or like yo-yo go up and down. But obviously there's times where you feel good about yourself and then there's times you feel bad so I feel like that just kind of proves to me that it's not weight dependent it's more yeah it's more just kind of like overall mentality and yeah I don't know if I'm making sense but basically I find I feel the best in myself when I'm eating well like when I'm eating lots of whole foods like nice home-cooked meals lots of veg fruit you know just like really good substantial but like healthy meals not takeaways all the time and also like I don't I go through phases of exercising and not exercising but like I I do feel the best when I am doing something now that doesn't have to be full-on like you know weight training five days a week or running six days a week or anything like that but even if I'm just doing like 30 minutes of yoga or 30 minutes of or like a 15 minute hit YouTube hit workout a day not even a day like literally three times in a week I'll feel better than not doing that even just like getting up in the morning and walking the dogs I haven't been doing that for ages sorry mum if you're listening to this (laughs) she's a godsend she walks them every single morning yeah, so just little things like that. It You literally don't need to take an hour out of your day to go to the gym. I know like gyms are only open now anyway, but yeah, you don't need to take an hour, an hour and a half out of your day to do that. You can literally throw on a pair of shorts and a sports bra and do literally a 10 minute hit workout. That's what I did the other day. When I can't be bothered, you just say to yourself, literally in the next 10 minutes I'm probably just going to scroll through TikTok so why not just spend 10 minutes doing a quick workout and then get a shower and then I'm good to go because I think sometimes it's the whole it's the mentality of being like oh my god no because you know if you have stuff to do you're like no I can't take another I can't take an ROI or like I can't yeah I don't have the time to dedicate to that but if it's literally 10 minutes then there's no excuses so that's what I've been trying to do recently just if, if I don't have time, then what's 10 minutes? Do you know what I mean? Um, also, another thing, when I'm, I I need to make sure I'm always drinking loads of water. I've been so bad as well recently with drinking too much coffee. I don't know why. For ages there, I got into a really good habit of either only drinking one or two espressos a day. Like two if I really, really needed it in the afternoon. If I needed an extra one in the afternoon. And now I'm just like drinking so much coffee. Like... 
I oh I need to get out of the habit of it. But the thing is, I don't drink it for the caffeine. I drink it because I actually am obsessed with it. Like iced coffees when it's getting warmer is just the best thing ever. So I actually just need to go and buy some decaf coffee so I can keep drinking it because sorry, I'm not giving it up. Like um I'm too deep into the addiction at this point, but the addiction's not to caffeine, it's to the taste. And another tip I would say, literally unfollow all of those models and those like six foot stick thin New York girl models that you scroll through on Instagram all the time. Why do you follow them? What are they doing for you? Yeah, so I I probably unfollowed all those kind of accounts like a few years ago now maybe and literally the difference I felt at the time from you don't realize it's kind of subconscious but see when you're constantly putting yourself through that in your own head like you just don't need it you don't so follow people that have your body shape and follow people that inspire you and make you feel good and yeah everything everyone I follow now is like fashion inspiration makeup inspiration travel like travel bloggers like I don't know I feel like when I go through Instagram now I'm just like oh my god I love all this like it gets I don't know puts me in a good mood whereas before I'd go on Instagram and it'd be like so draining and I would just make you feel like shit about yourself and don't get me wrong like obviously there are still aspects to it that can make you feel shit about yourself like when you're seeing people traveling or and in Australia and all when when we're in lockdown for one also just like in general like obviously following your friends seeing them out and about all the time at the weekend if you, you know if you're in doing uni work or something like there no matter what there's gonna be things on social media that are gonna make you feel a bit shitty but like I think you can massively control what you're seeing and how how it affects you so yeah I think a really good thing to do is just unfollow anyone that makes you feel like shit even if it's subconscious so yeah do that another big thing I would say that helps me feel confident in myself and in my body is like just dressing how I want to dress and how I don't know like what's the point in wearing something that you feel uncomfortable in just because it's trendy do you know what I mean you need to work out what you feel good in what you're not what you can wear out and not be constantly thinking oh my god are people looking at me my tummy in this or just I don't know just when you start dressing the exact way that you feel amazing in then you just feel like a bad bitch and no one can get in your way I'm telling you so yeah try not to like obviously you can still follow trends and stuff but in I don't know I guess in your own way like some days I wake up and I'm like I just want to wear a tracksuit out for lunch and that's fine and other days I wake up and I'm like I'm wearing a full I don't know (laughs) like really extra outfit with crazy shoes and and matching makeup and just like really OTT and as that's fine as long as I feel comfortable in it that day clothes are a big part of it for me I think like for me I when I'm dressed plain I feel really like oh my god I'm not expressing myself enough or something does that make sense I don't know though some days obviously you wake up and you're like oh I do just want to wear like jeans and jeans and a t-shirt but 
I don't know on I feel like when I wear something that's too plain I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like no you're not you don't look funky enough like do better but like not for other people like so I feel good in myself does that oh yeah I don't know does anyone else get that maybe that's just me (laughs) okay I'm gonna move on to the next question so someone has asked any tips for maintaining a healthy relationship with food slash exercise been struggling at the moment I'm so sorry I've been struggling at the moment I know it can be really difficult um maintaining a healthy relationship with food and exercise it's definitely something you need to work on like it doesn't just come naturally to everyone So I would say my biggest tip for this would be first of all with exercise to actually find out what you enjoy because I just think if you don't enjoy what you're doing exercise wise then you're never ever going to stick to anything and you're never going to look forward to it and get the same feeling after it as you do with something that you really love and enjoy. So try out loads of different things so many things are free now you just like thanks to youtube and um yeah instagram igtv and everything like there's so many free resources which is amazing and so yeah just try try it all out try try weights try yoga try dance workouts try hit workouts try going for walks going for hikes like just try everything under the sun i know there obviously are some things you can't do like you have to go for lessons or classes uh like I really really want to do pole dancing classes I oh my god literally when things open again I think actually well things are kind of opening now I think I really want to look into it like even just once a week it'd just be so good for your like for your core and your upper body strength and everything and that kind of ties in like dance and yoga and like flexibility but like also it's really strengthening I don't know it just looks like when I watch someone someone do pole dancing I'm it literally blows me away like it's baffling how people can do the things that they do on it so yeah that's I I really want to start that that's a that's on the to-do list so yeah find something you love and then it won't be a chore and you'd be able to keep a good relationship with it and also just don't put too much pressure on yourself like I said before like 10 minutes 15 minutes is fine you don't need to do a full hour hour and a half workout so yeah just showing up is better than not I would say so just try and do something to just keep more for your more for your brain do you know what I mean I feel like exercising is all for brain health as much as it is for physical health and then in terms of food my number one thing would be don't count calories I remember getting into the habit of that when I was way younger like when I was in school everyone had my fitness pal downloaded and like you knew exactly what was even in like your piece of fruit and it's so damaging and thank fuck I've forgotten them all but you ha- when you learn it all you go through a phase where like you don't even have to look at anything anymore you can just work it out in your head straight away what everything has in it and it's so damaging and I'm so glad I don't remember any of that anymore but yeah I would say obviously you can still be healthy without counting calories and just make sure you're getting three substantial healthy meals this is what I always try and do and get that 
each have a source of carbohydrate, a source of fat and a source of protein. And then you're sorted. You're so fine. And if you get hungry in between them and you want a snack, then snack away. Just try not to eat like five chocolate bars and a family pack of crisps and a slice cake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I don't need to tell you I don't need to tell you that. Well I mean everyone has their off days as well. Like, oh my god, sorry, the few days coming up to my period, I have a bottomless pit of a stomach. Also, anytime I'm hungover, like which is most Sundays, so I ate the most obscene amount of food the other day I can't even describe it to you it genuinely what I ate in one day could have fed about five people for that day it was a joke and yeah and I don't even feel like it doesn't even put me in a food coma when I'm hungover I'm just like oh that was great It's so fine to have days like that and don't punish yourself for it like I'm not gonna then wake up today I didn't wake up today then and be like I can only eat salad all day like no fuck that you're allowed to eat whatever you want but I think if you want to maintain a good relationship with it definitely just try instead of thinking about calories think about just getting healthy substantial meals as I said that have a good source of carbs protein and fat and you're flying you're literally flying I think as well for me like being vegan definitely I don't know. Like, I I know it's not true, especially now that veganism is such a big thing and you can literally get like vegan pizza, vegan donuts, like vegan everything. Whereas when I first went vegan, you didn't have all that. So in my head, I was like, no matter what I eat, it's healthy. But that's not the case anymore. So I can't really fall back on that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I do think though, even, even getting takeaways now because I'm getting the vegan version I still just like feel better about myself do you know what I mean like because you don't have all that like greasy bacon or like yeah I don't know I have such a good relationship now with food and I didn't when I was younger and I'm so thankful that I do but I don't really it's kind of one of those things like I don't really know what else to say to encourage other people to have a good relationship with food it's kind of like something you have to work on yourself Right, okay, we'll move on to the next question. Someone has asked, shaving tips for down there. Whenever I shave it, it leaves it all bumpy with ingrown hairs. Oh my God, girl, literally, this used to happen to me. It's the worst. (laughs) Okay, when I tell you laser laser hair removal changed my life, I mean life changing. You need to get laser. No, sorry. Obviously, you don't have to go and get laser, but I personally think it's the best thing I've ever done. Now, I've probably only had, I don't know how many sessions, maybe like six or I don't know. I had I had maybe like four or five sessions of laser in Australia. And then I think I've had like four, three, back, two or three back home now. So I have had a fair few, but because they've been spread out over the course of like what two maybe three two and a half years or something then it's not it hasn't made the hair completely go away but it's definitely reduced it a lot and yeah honestly it's just life-changing and it's literally not that expensive like I think uh underarm and like full bikini is I want to say like 30 quid or something like that and like you would spend that on a on a wax wouldn't you 
something i don't know i feel like you would spend that on a wax i don't really get wax so it's definitely worth your money but if if you don't want to go down the laser route or you don't have the money for it the hay estrid razors are incredible and just make shaving so easy so yeah um check them out if you haven't this is not an ad i wish it was <laughs> no i genuinely love the high estrid razors they're so good my sister put me onto them and i've never bought another one since okay so next question someone has asked how to disguise greasy hair if you forget to wash so i don't have dry shampoo I never really have it. I just don't really use it. And I only wash my hair once a week. So I would say by like day six and seven, my hair definitely looks greasy. So I'm quite a pro at disguising it by now. But you're, oh my God, the trick is just to have it in one of those slicked back buns or ponytails or like just anything slicked back where you use gel and like a comb to run it through because the gel just like makes your hair like like gelled anyway so then you don't need to worry about grease it's incredible yeah also if you don't have dry shampoo don't worry literally just use makeup like just use translucent powder it works the exact same way or even um or even baby powder yeah it literally works like talcum powder it works the exact same but honestly you don't even need to use that just suck your hair back and use a use gel and a hairspray and a wee like toothbrush or comb and suck it all back and you'll be thriving and ready to go trust me okay so next question someone has said my boyfriend and i are on a break because he is unsure about our future what is your advice I really don't think breaks are a bad thing at all. In fact, I'm very pro having a break if you feel like you need it. I don't know. I don't think it necessarily means you don't want to be with someone. I think that you can want your own space for a while and like a bit of mental clarity and like time to work out exactly what you want from a relationship and how it's gonna go and whether you need to like impose certain boundaries or not and I feel like the only way to do that is to kind of take time away from it to and just like with yourself to realize your priorities and your values and yeah what you want moving forward so I wouldn't I wouldn't like freak out and think that this means you're gonna break up um I do think they can definitely be a positive thing and I mean if they if you do end up breaking up then it's really not the end of the world it wasn't meant to be I'm a big believer in what's meant to be will be and yeah if if you do go on a break and then that ends up being it then he's not the one for you babes I would say just make sure you're on the same page in terms of like what this break actually entails so you know whether that's getting with other people or whether it's just not meeting up but like still talking on the phone or if you just literally want to cut contact completely how long it's for or if it's like indefinite I think you definitely need to have like sit down and have this conversation and make sure everything is out on the table and yeah just obviously you don't want anyone to get hurt or be under the wrong impression that like it's going to be something that it's not so 
um, yeah, just make sure you talk about it and you will be fine, honestly. Use the time for yourself as well. Like, obviously, if you've been in a relationship for a while, then you could probably do with a bit of time to yourself. So try not to see it as a negative and maybe, I don't know, use it to do, to start something new or to see your friends more. You could watch a new series that you've been meaning to watch for ages but you haven't been able to. I don't know, just, yeah, use it to your advantage, girl. Do you regret any decisions you've made in the past and what's your mindset about it? Yeah, of course. I feel like everyone's made wrong or bad decisions in the past. But I think the mindset to have is not necessarily to regret them, but to just learn from them and to just be like, oh, well, I'll know next time not to do that. Or, you know, that bad decision has led me to to this good place so or like to this good one. So, yeah, I think there's always a silver lining and don't beat yourself up about it there's definitely like everyone makes mistakes and I think just recognizing that it was a bad decision is a is a good step in itself yeah just choose choose to learn from it instead of regretting it what's the point in sitting here regretting and like thinking about and regretting all the bad decisions you've made fuck I'd be I'd literally be lying in bed for a year thinking about them there's that many but (laughs) yeah no you can't overthink these things um I used to get so bad you know when you drink and then the next day you have full on like the fear like full anxiety from all the decisions you made the night before and to the point where I was like I'm actually not going to drink anymore because it's actually sending me over the edge And then I just realised, like, no one cares. No one else remembers the stupid things that you did or, like, no one actually cares. You're too self-obsessed and absorbed in everything you did and so is everyone else. Everyone else has got anxiety about what they did. They don't remember what you did. So literally just get on with it. (laughs) Okay, someone has asked, what are my opinions on lip filler and Botox? I'm all for doing whatever you want to do when it comes to enhancements, whether that's, I don't know, getting your lashes done, getting filler and Botox or getting surgery. But I think you just need to question why you're doing it and if it's for yourself or if it's like to please other people or if it's because you follow too many people on Instagram that have big boobs. So now you want big boobs. Do you know what I mean? yeah I think just question where that's coming from and if it is a genuine insecurity that um you just you think about all the time then yeah and it's it's gonna improve your mental well-being by doing it then go for it but if it's like just yeah just just be careful just make sure you're getting it done for the right reasons and also be very wary of the fact that once you do get something done it's very very easy to go down that path and get very like addicted and think that that you can just keep getting things done and you're going to keep feeling better and better because that's not the case and you're just going to end up always looking for little like flaws and little tweaks you can make just because you can and yeah so just be careful you don't go down that route because yeah I know it can be really easy especially like I follow a lot of 
a lot of like injectors instagram so you always see those full face transformations and it can be so easy to think oh my god i really want that or like what i would look so much better with that but yeah just don't get don't get carried away and just remember it's so much nicer like you are who you are and that's so nice and you're like completely different to everyone else and there's something so nice about that whereas like everyone getting these full face transformations now it's like all to look the exact same and it's it's to have this very specific look and also you have to remember that this look is just like is very much just like in trend do I mean like I I'm studying what my module one of my modules this term at uni is um contextual studies in fashion and like it's so crazy looking at all the different decades and seeing just like the different body trends and how women would like use corsets and then and then it was like in to be curvy and then it was in to be super skinny and like it's just so crazy that these are all just trends like how fucked up is that because at the end of the day like we all just have bodies and everyone's different shapes and sizes and that should just be celebrated and we shouldn't feel like we have to conform to fit a trend like like, can we just leave the trends to like clothes and accessories because our bodies don't fall into that they are they shouldn't fall into that at all and obviously then there's different makeup trends and everything over the years but actual face features leave it out come on let's stop this I remember saying this thing what I, I don't know what platform it was on but it was on social media it was basically a girl saying like her whole life she spent wanting like longing for a nose job um just hated her nose like literally despised it so it said it got her down all the time like she just always looked forward to the day she'd get it and then I think she was like saving up for it or something and basically she ended up having a child she ended up having a baby and the baby girl had her nose and like obviously you have such an unconditional love for your child and for everything about them and and when the kid had her nose she was like oh my god and I wanted to get rid of that yet I love it so much and and like that makes her her so yeah I just I think when I saw that I was like oh that's actually a really nice way to put it because you don't really think about that do you like these different things you can you want to change but then like your kids are going to have them and then how do you tell them that you wanted to get rid of that when they have that that makes me so sad like no you should just love everything but yourself I as I say as I have lip fillers you know I got I do get my lips done I get them done like once a year and I only get like not not 0.5 sometimes less and last time I got not 0.3 so I really don't get very much and yeah I I just feel a lot better about myself with it and I feel like it just balances out my face I have really big eyes and like I, I don't have a huge nose but like quite a big nose and I just think with my lips it just kind of like balances it out and I think also like I was I got I started getting done when I was working in a makeup shop and very much like you know it was like the time of liquid lipsticks everyone just had that like real big pout with their Kylie Jenner lips so that's when I first started getting it done so it was definitely influenced by other people but 
it also just makes me feel so much better about myself like I remember the difference in how I felt about myself with because I would constantly overline my lips so then for like the first time in my life I felt good on myself without makeup and without having my lips overlined in it yeah so I do not regret getting my lips done at all I'll probably always keep going well I don't know I, you can't, I suppose you can't really say that I don't know how long I'll keep getting it done for but I love them okay so next question this is actually a really good one how to deal with sexual guilt of getting with somebody and feeling bad about it right so I feel like everyone has this intern well especially girls we all have this like internalized guilt around like around getting with people but this literally just comes as a result of our environment and different things that have happened over our lives so for example being in a conversation with someone where someone slut shamed another girl for getting with someone so then in your head you're like you think oh shit yeah they they're being slut shamed for doing this so like that so then when I if I do that I would be also just even just little things like you know when you're younger and you're watching a movie with your family and they like skip the skip the intimate scenes or like they go like oh I get it off or something like I don't know just all these little things accumulate yeah and build up this like narrative in your head that you should feel guilty about getting with people and this can be really hard to to get away from I guess in your own head because if you actually think about it there's so so many like I'm not even just talking hundreds but probably thousands of little things that have happened to add to this even just like someone being like oh yeah she gets around like someone just passing a comment like that about someone all these things building up like all directing your brain at feeling shame and guilt towards getting with people so the way I see it is why should you feel guilty about it the only reason you should feel guilty about anything is if you've actually done something wrong for example cheated on your partner or got with someone who has a partner or like you were you were they were cheating on their partner with you then you should maybe feel guilty about it or if you I don't know got with someone that your best friend used to be going out with just you know what I mean something like that if it's more simple if it's a lot more simple than that and it's actually just that you have shame and guilt around just getting with someone then why like you literally have no reason to feel bad about it at all you do you you're thriving you get with whoever you want to get with boy girl anyone like I'm so here for it literally do whatever you want and I I think it always I feel like if you come from a really either like religious family or family that just like are very prude and like don't want to talk about anything like that then you can have like more definitely experience it the shame and guilt more so the best thing I would say to do is literally to start talking about it with your friends see when you break down that that barrier and that wall and you just like start openly talking about stuff like that with your friends you'll feel so much better about it like you'll feel I don't know there's something really funny as well about just like telling all those stories with with friends and things so yeah that would be my big my big tip where that's concerned because the more you keep things the more you try and keep things like hush hush then 
the more you'll like crawl inside yourself about it does that make sense so yeah just be open about it just talk about it and uh be confident about it and own it oh my god like you have nothing to feel bad about you're literally a young free amazing human being and you're not married stop acting like a married person that feels guilty with about getting with people <laughs> okay so someone has asked what to do in a situation where friends are being mean or bitchy about people i would say just be straight up with them and just say that like you don't want to talk about it like you you don't need to get and if you're not comfortable doing that definitely try and just like not fuel the conversation just like stay quiet but I would say definitely just be like oh I'm really not comfortable speaking about this it doesn't have to be in a really it doesn't have to be in a mean way it doesn't have to be in a way that is coming across as rude to the other person you can literally just be like oh I'm, I'm actually really not comfortable talking about this can we talk about something else and just letting someone know that you're not comfortable about with that will then make them question in their own head why you're not comfortable with it and maybe they shouldn't be speaking about someone in that way or what other things they could talk about that don't make other people feel uncomfortable and I think everyone definitely goes through a stage of this like I know in school girls can be so so bitchy and even after school and yeah I don't know try and surround yourself with people that don't want to talk about that or that consciously make an effort not to it's so draining just constantly bitching about other people it's not nice it doesn't put you in a good headspace and it doesn't like it doesn't establish anything it doesn't you know what good comes from it do you know what I mean there's no it's not productive I think is what I'm trying to say it's not yeah it's just hateful and talking about someone else in a bad way doesn't magically make you feel better about yourself yeah I just think there's a hundred other and better things you could be speaking about and and not bitching about people so why not do that instead and if your friendship is literally based on talking about other people and you don't have anything else to talk about or anything else in common and that's like and that's why you always end up doing that when you're in this particular person's company then I don't know maybe you need to think about why you're friends with them in the first place and if that friendship is benefiting you in any way okay so someone has asked someone has said I broke up with my boyfriend of two years and now I have the ick for all boys is that normal (laughs) why is this literally me oh my god oh boys oh my god they can do the slightest thing and I'm just like no sorry I have the ick straight away I don't know what it is it's something about do you know what it is it's it's being so used to being so close to someone and like loving everything about them right when you're in a long-term relationship and then all of a sudden being single and like boys just I don't know how to describe it. Obviously, now that you're single, you don't love anyone. So, like, when boys do little things, they can just make you be like, (laughs) I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I literally know exactly what you mean because I'm the exact same. All boys just give me the ick and I don't know what to do about it. But I think it's fine. I think it's my body. I think it's, like, my brain and my body telling me that 
I don't want to be in a relationship with anyone. So I'm very much like with with boys, like I need to instantly click with them, like really just, yeah, automatically hit it off, like properly click, know straight away that I like them. There, I can't deal with anything other than that. Otherwise, I just get the X straight away on like literally over nothing yeah so I know I think it's completely normal I think it's a good I think it's a really good thing and I think your yeah your brain is is being wary of potential threats (laughs) okay so someone has said I have really bad period cramps like to the point where I vomit but I don't want to go on the pill oh I'm so sorry you get that that's awful bless you so I would say like, I don't really get this. I used to, when I was younger, like in school, I would get really bad back aches, uh, like to the point where I would be off school probably two, one, one or two days a month from it. And I luckily I don't get that anymore, but it's completely understandable that you don't want to go on the pill. There are other ways of uh, balancing out your hormones naturally if it is an imbalance. Uh, you could go see like a naturopath or like a hormone health kind of person if you wanted to kind of go down that route. Definitely be organised in terms of like know when your period's going to be. So whether that means writing it out in a calendar or getting like one of those apps like flow or something to make sure you know when your period's coming and then that way you know that you you shouldn't organize like dinner for then or to meet your friends then and stuff like that just so you know you have that kind of time blocked out um and even if you're like studying or something uh, even if you're in uni or something then you know you should have your work done maybe prior to that also if you're if you work like if you have a job do not be afraid to ring in sick and have a sick day because like you're literally vomiting and I don't care whether it's from from having your period or not like you're literally you are sick so yeah I think people a lot of girls can have like can be like oh but I can't ring in sick because I get this every month but like at the end of the day you're bleeding from your fucking vagina like you're allowed to be sick with it okay someone has said how to deal with shaving expectations from men. A lot of men have an issue with body hair. Right, so I just think it's so it's so dumb because you don't have any shaving ex- expectations for them. If someone was to tur- if a boy was to turn around and say to me about my hairy legs, like they have hairy legs too. Fuck off, literally go shave your own legs before you go talk to anyone else about shaving their legs. I can guarantee you the boys' legs are 100 times hairier than yours. So literally go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, No, but seriously, it's no one else's place to tell you how much hair you should have on any part of your body. That's completely your own call to make. And like, obviously people have preferences, I get that. But that doesn't mean someone should feel entitled to like control you to shave every day or yeah I just think how dare someone else think they have they have a say in in how you keep your body hair get the fuck no but really you should actually read what's it called women don't know you pretty by Florence Given I know there was a lot of drama surrounding 
that but it genuinely is quite a good book uh, especially when it comes to like body hair and stuff and I know like a lot of some of my housemates actually in Leeds actually stopped shaving and stopped wearing makeup on a daily basis and stuff when they after they read that book so yeah maybe read that and maybe get your boyfriend to read it actually you didn't even specify that you had a boyfriend but the way I say it yeah is if you're someone who doesn't want to shave their legs let's say legs but I could be talking about anywhere if you're someone who doesn't want to shave your legs and you get with a boy who passes a comment about it or says something about it then I mean they're most likely not going to be the boy for you are they because they're that small-minded and they're that yeah they're that kind of person so do you really want to be with them that's the question and don't get me wrong like there's a difference between having a preference and expectations you know like having a preference is fine but expecting someone to always be cleanly shaven is different okay I'm gonna wrap this up with one more question Someone has said, my boyfriend and I are supposed to move to England in August. I'm from Ireland. I recently saw messages on his iPad to one of his friends saying he'd, quote, 100% ping another bird if they were out together. I don't know how to bring this up, but I feel like I'd be making a mistake. Sorry, I don't know how to bring this up, but I feel like I'd be making a mistake making this move when I can't trust him. What are your thoughts slash advice? Ooh... Well, that's a big red flag if I've ever heard it. I would say you need to talk to him about it. I know you say I don't know how to bring this up, but you'd way rather bring it up and get and talk it out than move to move to England with him and always have this in the back of your mind. Like that's not healthy for you to have in your head and not get it out. Cause who knows? Like maybe you'll talk to him and it could literally just be like he was just in a bad mood with you and said this to a friend like not thinking you'd have ever seen it but then it also could be the opposite and he could be serious about it so yeah I would say please please make a point of sitting down and talking to him about it having trust issues can really really affect a relationship because it's going to drive you crazy and you're probably going to end up taking it out on him so it's it's not going to be good for you if you don't bring it up and would you not rather know so that if he was being serious then you wouldn't like put all your energy and time into him and move to another country for a boy that is literally just gonna get with another girl and because imagine you did move yeah and then you didn't talk about it and you're driving yourself crazy every time he was going out or you know and yeah just every day and and then what happens if he ends up cheating on you and you actually knew this could have happened all along but you just didn't do anything about it you'd be kicking yourself and then you could have spent that time being with your friends and with your family and not spending all the money to move out because it does cost a lot to move especially from I know it's easier when you're like going from England to somewhere else in England but when you're flying over from Ireland it does actually cost a lot 
And there's a lot of like hidden costs as well to moving in that you forget about. So please talk about it. Talking about it will only benefit you. I assume you're just a little bit scared because you don't know how to say that you were looking at his messages. But I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, he shouldn't really be saying that on his messages. And I know you shouldn't really be reading them. But in this case, it maybe is a good thing that you've seen that. So... Yeah, I guess everything happens for a reason. Maybe you were meant to see that message before you move so that you can have this conversation. Okay, I think we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for sending in all your girly problems and questions. Yeah, I've really enjoyed answering this, you know. I think I'll definitely do um a lot more of these. It was really fun and I have heaps more responses so I'll yeah definitely let me know what you thought of this one I feel like they're so nice to do because lots of people don't have sisters or like friend groups where they talk about stuff like this and I'm happy to talk about stuff like this so (laughs) maybe I'm just an oversharer who knows but yeah I've really enjoyed this and I hope you have too and as always thank you so so much for the support on the podcast and for all your messages and feedback is always greatly appreciated so yeah thanks again for tuning into this week's podcast and I will speak to you next time